Welcome to the Kendi and Ravo podcast, episode 87, recorded in Kendi's box room. So this is where all I can see is you, so I don't... Well, all I can see is is the view from what I can only imagine your speedometer in your car sees. <laughs> <laughs> You're just... You know, it's like one of those things, Ray, where, um, you know, when someone puts headphones on, right? Yeah. <laughs> So the idea is we're back on Zoom here, right? Because of this fucking lockdown. I can't God see myself now because I'm watching the I'm watching to make sure that we're recording the audio okay, Ray. So all I can mm. see is your face. I'm not looking at the Zoom meeting from mm. you know myself like yeah. it is a FaceTime. But yeah. you know, so it's kind of like I don't know what I look like with so but yeah. you know when you tell someone put on a pair of headphones, right? To listen to mm. a song and if it's too loud, they put the headphones on and then all you hear is <sighs> <sighs> People don't know how fucking loud they're breathing when they put headphones on. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? No, I think, just didn't think of it. I was setting up for the live stream here um, that uh, I did, the wee gig I did on Facebook, right? And I was mm-hmm. saying to Nicola, I'm, will you just come in here and make sure that the camera's working all right or whatever? And I had my in-ears in. And she said, will you stop fucking breathing like you have asthma? I was like, because <laughs> <laughs> you don't fucking know when you've got headphones on. So I don't know what I look like now. Um, Ray, I lost it there for a second Hang on, my internet connection is unstable We'll wait for it to stabilise itself again, Ray Right Here's the crack, Ray So you said, look, we're back I don't need this Zoom thing anymore We haven't done a quiz in three months And you cancelled your Zoom I did About about a week later (laughs) Level five Yeah, Micheál Marching comes out the door And he says, Ray, you may get that Zoom again I thought it was very funny though. Tony Houlihan, the chief medical officer, he wasn't even back a day in the job. Yeah. He was he came back the day before he was supposed to come back. Yeah. And he instantly said, That's it, knock it down. <laughs> well, it's kind of like um, you know, if your parents ever went away on holidays and you were left at home like mm-hmm. and the house was in Shahid Houlihan walked in and he said, <laughs> The state of this place. <laughs> you had a party, I know well, and, and the government was saying we didn't have a party, Tony. I pray you fucking did. We you did, ha- we had a party. You let half of the people in, I know well you did. We had such a party for And he was saying, right, Sid, he said, you're grounded. So now we're back on Zoom, basically. And now we're all back on Zoom because of it. Yeah. Now, when do you think them shagging quizzes is going to start again? <laughs> do you think people will go back to the quiz, Ray? Saturday night and Sunday night, because this was, a, by the way, this is Bank Holiday Monday of the Bank Holiday Weekend. Yeah. Um, Saturday, both Saturday night and Sunday night, I had an eye on the phone. You know, the suspicious eye. I was going, <laughs> we can I guarantee go on you. together <laughs> with suspicious eyes. Yeah. Go on. I could see the text message coming in going, that's certainly said for another quiz. <laughs> Um, li- li- I think we've developed a little bit from the quizzes in terms of buys. Now, Ray, if there's one thing that we know, it's buys. And buys are buys and fair play to buys, right? The quizzes was good enough for a couple of months, Ray. Right. Fair play to it. But having said that, I was chatting to young Cottles Mulhern, right? Right. Says he to me, we used to do a wee drop of the pokers, you know, in the ah, middle geez. of the quizzes. I said, yeah, ignorant. I said, I never got a drop of a lick of a game of poker. <laughs> So what we're going to move from now is the quizzes onto the poker and everyone's going to become gambling addicts. And what will happen is we'll all sign up for those online poker things and then we'll all try and buy a house in five years. And they'll say, no. come here, um, in October 2020, you spent 46 grand on uh, online poker. What's your story no. with that? That's where I'm going, Ray, with us. No, wait a minute. Go on. 
Actually, now that you mentioned, now my first thoughts on what you've just suggested there is no feckin' way. Because <laughs> I don't know how to play poker and I'm wasting time in it. We'll play strip However, poker, Ray. We'll get your little laddie now. So come on. <laughs> no, 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 it's cold. No, but come here. You have to give me an idea. Because <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I know it's awful early to be talking about it, but the Halloween is pretty much nearly over at this point. Yeah, I think we we blew the head gasket out of Halloween already. There's fireworks going off here every night. Anyway, go on. I'd like to ask you. Go on. Is there a limit in your house for Christmas presents? Oh, that okay. That's I don't know why you're for asking, I, but the, for your marvelous mistress, Nicola. She mistress. <laughs> <laughs> your fianchi. Sounds your like fianchi, a, Nicola. Sounds like a writer in an alley. Come here. Two calder dance. Huh? That's what you called her when she was cooking the dinner one day. Me mistress. Our marvellous mistresses are downstairs cooking the dinner. I don't remember half the stuff I said. Anyway, right. there is certainly a limit this year because we're getting married next year. Fair enough. What's so, the limit? Or that's personal now. You don't have to tell me. No, l- listen. It's not that personal, I'll tell you, because I don't mind people knowing, obviously. Obviously, things are very tight nowadays, Ray, in I terms of the COVID. No, no, stop. Please, Ray. <laughs> Go on. Please, stop. Things are very tight, obviously, in the Kendi household because of the COVID crack, you know, and losing mm-hmm. work. And obviously getting married next year, it's been quite strenuous on us. So we're keeping it at a 10 grand this year instead. Oh, that's very... It used to be 25, but we said no. We said cut it That down. is tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your point anyway? Go on. My point is, when you set a limit, right? Because mm-hmm. that has been discussed. Seth and Laura now discussed the limit for Christmas. And the limit was set at 100 euros. That's always the limit now, isn't it? Nowadays. Isn't it? Yeah. It, uh, it's fif- it tends to be 50. It was 50 in the family, but nobody was respecting it. <laughs> Everybody was spending more. We do Chris Kindle, or yeah. whatever you call it, in the family. And uh, because it's handy, because it's six of us, so it all works out lovely. No yeah. one's left out. But it was 50, and no one was respecting it, so it went up to 100. So now um, 100 came to mind then when myself and Laura were talking about the Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, Jesus, a box of Joe Malone on its own, it cost over a hundred euro. Oh, sure, it's a disgrace to smell it. The 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 price of that smell. Price stuff. of smell. The price of smell. <laughs> your, your name anyway. <laughs> episode eighty. What are we six? Eighty six. Eighty seven. Is it not? Is it eighty seven? Whatever episode it is, anyway. The price of smell. Price um, of smell. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I was trying to think of, and we have to stick to it as well. Get so the Britney Spears buying, stuff. Oh yeah, that'd be good. The Britney Spears stuff is all, uh, Britney Spears and David Beckham around Christmas time. They're the ones that bring out the two cheap yokes that that teenagers get for their businesses. <laughs> I bought Nick Lab on ten th- different things of Britney Spears uh, um, schmelly stuff. It's about twenty quid. But anyway, hundred euro. I said to myself, I'm going to be able to get feck all with that. It's, it's difficult to buy the presents at hundred euro. It absolutely. You know. Yeah. So I had the thought of how I was going to get around the hundred euro limit. Okay. I was going to get on to our friend Vesco. Do you oh, know Vesco? I do know Vesco used to look after me, man. Remember when he used to be at Go Out? Vesco yeah. be looking after me abroad in Fiddlers. Vesco used to, was a man in Fiddlers that look after Kendi. Yes. And me, for that matter. But Vesco, anyway, has a great way of um, winning on the horses and the bets and everything. <laughs> that man is a genius. If you want a few pound, give Vesco a shout. And I, I will give the phone number in the credits at the end. But Vesco will start to write out it's with... It's an investment. Um, if you, like, an investment. It's, it's an actually an investment. Sexually. Sexually. <laughs> He's essentially an investment man. An Invesco. But, an Invesco, yeah. But, uh, I was going to give Vesco, we'll say... A hundred quid. The hundred euro that was the limit. I gave it to Vesco. Vesco put it on such and such a horse. Yeah. The horse won. I'm after getting 809 euro off the win. 
And I spent the 809 euro on loads of class presents for you. And I didn't break the rules oh. because I, I only spent 100 euro. Your investment in the relationship was 100 quid, which is exactly what she had agreed. We we don't have to. See, there's a grey area there. We don't have to talk about the eight or 900 euros I lost. Yeah. She said, come on. She said, yeah. I'm delighted. Come on, and we go back to the house. You're saying, I don't have one. I don't have one anymore. <laughs> House. That's true. I've no house. Should we should we go for a spin? No, I'm not car either. <laughs> well, Ray, but, uh, Ray, we're talking um in our family now about the whole for the first time ever we're going to do the Chris Pringles or whatever his name is. You yeah, know that fella? yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do Chris Pringles for the first time ever in the house, and we have set our limit at a hundred quid, and and uh, so I'm talking about the Kendi household now. Yes, of course. But Not my household. Why would yeah. you buy in my household? Because friends? the pandemic has walloped three young fellas inside in that house. Sure. So sure. we're doing the 100 quid thing. But we have yeah. a sister who's running America right now as we speak abroad in Boston. That's right. And she's wiping her ass with $50 notes, right? So we told her, we said, Elder, I know we're spending a ton, but, you know, you can spend what you want. Like, So everyone's, yeah. hoping, everyone's hoping to get her. <laughs> That's class. Whereas in fairness, already this doesn't apply to you, like you know. But that's what I was thinking when you mentioned there the poker. Like I don't know how to play poker, but feck it. If it means that I don't have to go to Vesco and and spend a pile of money in Vesco, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, look, it, let's do it, sorry. Right. Let's let's have a wee game of poker between the few of us, and mm-hmm. um, I'm going to riddle you of everything you have, man. And Laura will have a shy <laughs> Christmas to be a shy Christmas in the Laura household this year. Fair <laughs> Uh, but come here. Anyway. So, so this is the crack. Obviously, everyone knows we're locked down, right? Again, yeah. for another I six don't weeks. Like it. Yeah, I mean, it it feels very different than the first time that we were locked down. I think because mm-hmm. um, the first time we were locked down, there was very much that thing of you know, uh, High School Musical. We're all in this together. We're playing mm-hmm. to us. But this time, it feels a wee bit different, doesn't it? Well, <clears throat> now, when I say I don't like it, I don't like the fact that we have to do these on Zoom. Yeah, that's that's, an, that's the bit I don't shy. like. Yeah, that's hard. the other bit of lockdown. It sure nothing changes for me. Yeah, you're still so you. I'm never, still at work. Yeah, you're still at work anyway, regardless of that. Like, mm. yeah, um, I mean, not a whole pile has changed for me either. I don't mind the whole having to sit inside thing. It's not the biggest deal in the and world. Like, sh- this is probably a big thing for you because you were a couple of weeks there quarantining yourself. I know. So I went straight from two weeks of a quarantine straight into a lockdown. At the last episode, we spoke about your, um, your how would you put it, your brush with the contact tracers. Yes. Now, we have a couple of corrections there. I did possibly say in that episode that it was redeployed civil servants. Yeah. Now, I was reliably informed by my good colleague and writer for this show, Alan, I'm almost done. Right. He told me that I was factually incorrect as all the oh. redeployed civil servants had actually been redeployed back to their uh, native departments. Oh. And the army was running it now. Oh, lovely. So there was a fellow with was... an AK-47 on the other end of the phone with me. Have you had a COVID, Kenzie? <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> blow the head shagging off you. But, but come here, Jackson. You There was a development to that. You didn't just go once. Uh, you no. went twice. No. <laughs> yeah, do you want me to tell the second story as well then? Well, you should do a little bit of a jab. First of all, let it be said that Kendi said this a good three weeks ago, which means that it happened a good four weeks ago. And mm-hmm. it has all come to light now. If you look up the RTE news and all that, it turns out that no one was talking to anyone and Kendi was dead right all of, all along. They actually got to the point where they said, look, trace yourselves. Yeah, they said, you may trace away, lads. <laughs> we haven't shagging time now to be tracing you. The second there was any pressure put on them, they said, oh, oh we can't be doing this. Abroad in England today, I heard um, one of the health minister gentlemen 
-hmm. He said uh, there's a lot of pressure on the system over in England now, and that's why we can't contract trace. He said when the when he said when the numbers are pure low, this system works perfect. Yeah, and I feel like saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you mean you mean when there's no COVID, like yeah. So when there's no COVID around, this system's actually brilliant, like, and it's yeah. the exact same thing that's happening over here. What happened was, right? Kendi spends mm. his week in 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 the quarantines, right? Mm. Uh, that is, that yeah, that is not an island off the coast of fucking Jamaica. I wish it was. I was in the quarantines. I took a boat from the Maldives, and um, <laughs> I got out then on that Sunday, obviously, that me and you then recorded this last episode, where I got ferociously vexed and told everyone of how annoyed I was at the contact tracing system, Ray. Yeah. Isn't that fact so much, far? You called out the army. I just know. We there. called out civil servants. We didn't know it at the time. Turned but out we were we... called out the army. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so then what happens is I get out then, right? And we are made aware that on Wednesday, the pubs are going to be shutting again. So this mm -hmm. is a few weeks ago, you know. About three weeks ago. Pubs are going to be shutting on Wednesday, lads. I was about to go in and do another gig in Lily's on the Monday night that I was out mm -hmm. of the quarantines. Yeah. Lily's ring me and say, Kendi, do you remember before you went into quarantine, you were in here with us? I says, I do, lads. Says them, um, the table right beside you test a positive for the COVID. <laughs> You're going to be getting a call from contact tracers tomorrow. Again. Again. And <laughs> I said, oh, for... And... Uh, they said, do you know really what happens? I have a fair idea what happens is I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you end up getting 40 calls, no one gets anything done. Anyway, mm. I get a call the next day from a lovely lady who actually, in fairness to her, was lovely. And she says, yeah. Kendi, how are things by? I said, how are you keeping of you? How are things with you? She said, not too bad. Says I, that's good. Says she, you're going to have to go into a, a wee quarantine. Says I, I'm only after, I'm only, I was one about 18 hours. You were only out in bail. I was only let out, day release job. <laughs> and release. So she says, look, I don't want to have to do this. I know you just tested negative a couple of days ago. I'm going to have to test you again. Mm -hmm. And I said, even though, you know, both cases were around the same time and I've already tested negative, she said, Kendi, I'm going to have to test you again, lovey. Says I, do you know what? I'm going to wash me loves of us. That is no bother at all. Let's go with it. Kendi goes back into lockdown again, back into mm -hmm. the tracksuit, wearing them to bed, wearing them up <laughs> in the morning, not changing his jacks, right? Now, says Nicola to Kendi, we're not doing that again. I said, yeah. we won't be doing that again, Nicola, right? And I know why, because I will not be ringing them 50 times again and stressing out like I did last week. You just said you'd sit in your tracks at bottoms and do nothing. Yeah, so this is yeah. from Tuesday, and then all the way up until Friday, I did not get in contact with them, and they did not get in contact with me again to book a test, Raybo. Right. Isn't that you didn't get another test. I didn't. So then Nicola got fed up of me saying, I don't give a shit, Nick. Let them do what they want. <laughs> you know, if they want to test me, Nicola, they'll come and test me. Yeah. And so she rang them and said, come here. Me fella here is waiting on another test. And they said, Jesus, is he? Right? So they ring me back Saturday morning again, right? Mm. And they say, come here, will you remind me who you are again? Like, I was like, for fuck. Mark Kendi, how are we going? Superstar here in Sligo. Everyone knows me. How are things? Yeah. They say, oh, just remind me of your case again. Like, you know, I had to explain the whole case to them again. And Jeez. she says, uh, so you already had a negative test last week. Yeah. I said, I'm supposed to be out of lockdown again tomorrow. Like, you know, it's my last day of it. Mm. Like, she was like, ah. Uh, we probably won't test it, and you're probably all right then, I'd say. And I Marvelous. was like, for fuck's sake, five days of waiting, your one was adamant I had to take a second test. I got on to Fanula then, Fanula saying, ah, don't be listening to fucking Maggie, <laughs> don't waste the time, that woman. And they didn't test me again, Ray, and I got out of me quarantine then the next day. Yeah. It comes to light then about three days later that the whole system is in shite. You sent me an article <laughs> to say, 
I did. You sent yeah. me an article to say, Kenzie, I think I might have got to the bottom of what's wrong with your cases. But we've heard loads of those kind of stories, though, Ray. The whole thing fell asunder. Isn't it funny, though? So you, in the time, in the last few days of, of freedom that you had, you spent it in lockdown, and then all of a sudden, um, Tony got his way then and yeah. closed the whole country down. Yeah, I went out then and rubbed my eyes, Ray, on the way out the door to say, Freedom, <laughs> fucking Willie Wallace job, or whatever your man's name was, Bell Gibson. And Tony yeah. Hoolahan was standing outside me door, and he said, Get back into that fucking yeah. house, Kenty. I have a time for you now. How's it going, folks? Trying to get back into the house? He said, how's it going? Everyone rushing out, folks. Trying to get back into your houses again there, folks, for six weeks. Because we can't handle the pressure of all ye having COVID. And I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Did you hear me, Hon Martin Ray, when he gave the speech? I thought he was very articulate. I thought he was brilliant. I thought when he said, some of ye out there now aren't sticking to the rules. And we need ye once again to do what we want ye to do. And I mm-hmm. felt like saying, did we not fucking do that already? We did. I felt like saying, Jesus Christ, did we not do it already? And what I heard, Ray, was that... But he said some of ye. He said some of ye. I wasn't talking to you. I know, I know he wasn't talking to Kendi, because I've been, I've been doing my bit, right? And you of have. course there is some of us. There is loads of us out there, Ray, that aren't doing our bit, we'll say. Let's say that, right? Mm. I think there's also a government there that aren't doing their bit either, because they have a contact tracing system that doesn't work. There doesn't seem to be any more beds or nurses or hospitals or anything like that in place. The second... <laughs> The second that we actually got a load of cases again, which we knew was going to happen, they told us in March, we need you to lock down, lads, for two months. And I'm telling you, do it now, because we need to get ready for this feckin' winter flu, lads, because everyone mm. is going to get this winter flu. We need time to get ourselves ready. We said, no bother at all. We'll go on Zoom quizzes for three months. Don't even worry about it. It's handy enough. <laughs> Kendi'll drink wine every night. with me livers in bits, right? And then we opened back up again. And then the second the cases rose, they said, come here, it turns out we're actually not ready for the winter that we asked you to lock down for already. And we're going to need you to do it again. Dr. Kira Kelly, who is uh, on News Talk every single morning, she said, if you're going to lock people down, don't lock them down to reduce the numbers. Lock them down to get your house in order. And the government's mm. house is in shit. And told you, who let walk back after they had a party and the whole lot's in shit. Anyway, that's pretty much the update there from Kendi. Um, he's no less bitter than he was the last time <laughs> you heard from him in episode 86. <laughs> and way worse than that again. Way worse than that again. Do you know what they're trying to do now? They're what? trying to kill the middle aisles in Aldi and Little. Right. They're trying to do away with them, Ray. Well, sure, they're non-essential. Now, they, that, but listen to me. That, that's, is that not, I mean, the death of See? the middle aisle in Aldi and Little, Ray, is the death of this country. I don't think so. I think for for once in my life, I'll be able to go down to get a loaf of bread and a couple of bananas, and, and I'll be able to come out loaf of bread and a couple of bananas. Yeah, and and ride on lawnmower. Yeah, not a ride on lawnmower and a, an Ireland rugby, a fake Ireland rugby hoodie, and a fucking a tool set. That's but did it. you see that they're going to try? Because I saw they've done it in in Wales, Ray. They're going to try and um, let's say Kendi and Nick that they're chipping out soup value, right? Mm. And we're in there. And we're getting our few bits and pieces, and I say, Nicola, look at that toy tractor. I would love to play with that broom broom inside in my front room. Right. And I go broom to broom. buy it, and they say, excuse me now, you can't be buying that during a pandemic. That's right. Why? But your socks are not essential. Tesco, Ray, Tesco in Wales, Tesco in Wales, they covered up the sanitary pads. There'll be young ones all on. The place will be destroyed. The place will be a bit. They said, no, you can't be buying that stuff during the lockdown. Right. Ha! The house would be red raw, for fuck's sake. But, but I, I don't get it. I don't get why you have to cover up certain stuff. If you're in the shop anyway, buying around. And I'm not saying, I get that some people said, well, we're selling high vises now and face masks. So all of a sudden Zara down the town is open again and you can go in and buy a fucking dress. You know, I get yeah. that. Like, 
But, but no, they've, 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 they've clamped down on that now. Yeah, I know. that. I get that. You shouldn't be. Yeah. Obviously, if you're a retail, like a clothes place or whatever, you know, and you're selling clothes, you mm. can't just go in and throw a high-vis in the front fucking window, which I don't think anyone's doing anyway. But you can't yeah. just go throw a high-vis inside in the front window and a few face masks and say, come on in and buy your diesel and your Chanel and all that kind of stuff. But That's I don't right. get the fact that they're going to be covering stuff up in supermarkets, like. Well, should they have to? What do you mean they have to? Level playing field. Do you know what, actually? I think there already is kind of a level playing field, like, because people are selling all their stuff online anyway, Reno. That's, that's right. Yeah, have you noticed that? But, like, why would you block, why would you go blocking off shelves in a feckin' supermarket saying, Kendi, don't be buying that tight truck Well, okay, the, the reason I would see it as, if, okay, if the, the clothes off the, the tight truck stand. Yeah, I'm vexed now so, already, so, actually. So, say Dunstores stores have a tight <laughs> truck stand. Yeah. And they're the nicest tight trucks. Yeah. But down the road from Dunstores, stores, yeah. there is a little shop called Ty's Truck, Ty Trucks Are Us. Yeah. And they specialise in toy trucks. That's a class shop as well, man. <laughs> I know, you're loving what, all this. What a shop. So what happens is non-essential anyway comes in and toy trucks are non-essential. Yeah. Right? So toy trucks are us. That's an awful mouthful of a shop. <laughs> <laughs> toy trucks are us limited. Have to close the shop, right? Mm-hmm. Brian and his wife Imelda have to shut the shop down, right? Okay. <laughs> so Brian and Imelda are heartbroken. They oh. can't sell a single toy truck. Oh. <laughs> Only, it's such a niche market, like, but they do well for themselves. <laughs> They've been in business now 30 years, oh, and it, it's such a niche market, but oh, everybody loves a good tight truck. Oh, but then Dunch Doers, then, with their tight truck stand, yeah. where they ordered them all in from China, yeah. right? They're, they can't be selling them away, because that would be an absolute insult to Brian and Imelda down in tight trucks or us. Yeah, I okay, I get that. That's exactly I get that. And that's why Dunge Doers have to take. But also, up. Smiths are doing click and collect anyway, so no one. I'm sure. What's what's your uh, name? Brian, Brian and Imelda. Is it? You don't want to talk to Brian and Imelda about Smiths. No, oh, they're, they're Jesus. Them those too. big conglomerate <laughs> bastards, right? <laughs> I get it, Ray, but it seems like over. It seems like a bit of overkill. Like for fuck's sake, let Kenji buy a toy truck, like. Jesus I feel Christ. very attached to Brian and Imelda now all of a sudden. I <laughs> love the way we just invented just this lovely couple and that lovely little shop and Ray, so many nice toy trucks. Sorry, go on. Ray, for anyone who's not from Sligo that listens to our podcast, I yes. would love if they thought that there was a fellow called Brian and Imelda that there was a toy truck store in Sligo. Can you imagine like if there was a family at home and they're going, what the hell are we going to get the young fellow for Christmas? Like, And he goes... I was listening to Kenji Arabo, actually, and there's supposed to be a savage shop in Sligo. <laughs> Toy trucks are us. But it's closed at the minute, but they'll be back open in it's December. Too, but you can go to Duns and get another one anyway if you wanted it. Like, don't bother no, at all. because it's, it's closed off and you won't get one in the middle of Aldi either. Anyway, that's lockdown. Um, I have things to talk to you about. Ray, before we go any further, can I tell you one story that happened? Kevin and Denise, right, got married on Saturday in Sligo. I want to give a big, big old sexy shout out to them. Right. Tremendous people, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was sitting down watching the Irish rugby game on Saturday. I get a phone call to say, look, there's a wedding of 25, which is perfectly allowed. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a wedding of 25, Kendi. Will you dust off the guitar and bring it down because uh, the musician who was supposed to do it can't do it. Get away. I said, let me just check my diary. Yeah, I'm free till 2023, so I should be able to come down there in the next hour or so. So mm-hmm. I land in, right, face mask on, down the back of the place, away from everyone where they're going to be sitting and enjoying their night from a good social distance. Yes. The groom says, is that fuck? Are you Mark Kendi? Says, I, Jesus, I am. Says, see, I listen to the podcast all the time. He said, what the? He said, I didn't know it was going to be you that was filling in tonight. So I wanted just before we go, what a great wedding it was, by the way. It was unreal. Of course, you were playing at it. 20, I know, I was driving it on (laughs) and they were getting up and dancing. I was saying, will you sit down, will you? That didn't happen at all. I was going to blame them for for getting up and dancing because Kendi's so good that they couldn't help it. Better not do that, we'll get in trouble. Anyway, 
Uh, I did it. It was an unbelievable night, and uh, it's great to see the weddings are happening now, and people are enjoying their nights as they should be. And a big shout out to uh, Denise and Kevin. We love you very much. The best luck with the rest of your Jesus lives. Ray, that's all I wanted to say. Well, that's my, and how did it feel playing a wedding? It was weird. It's the first wedding I've done since March. It was the first wedding I've done without a full band behind me and a set list that we have played 500,000 times, literally yeah. down to every joke. We start off with a, how's it going, fucks? Let's get you up on some fort. None of that. I sat in the corner and I said, ah, shout up a song if you want to hear us. I, we've never done, I've never done that at a wedding before. And it was you'd just never, great yeah, crack. You'd normally go over like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, we just bang, bang, bang out bang. two hours of stuff. No teas chain, and coffees. Yeah, bang, bang, teas bang, and bang, coffees bang. and then straight back in again then and bang out then and then yeah. I'm halfway home before I even know what's going on, right? How did you find doing a wedding where you let things kind of go loosey-goosey? I loved it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. It just felt like, all right, I sit here and you'll have a bit of crack sitting down there drinking your pints and this is going to be, and it was great night. An absolutely yeah. great night, and they enjoyed it. It was in an absolutely wonderful spot, Ray, outside Schlego, called the, Juna, the Juniper Barn. The what? Juniper Barn. It's run by Chris and Dorothy. Ray, who knew? I hadn't a clue. I'll tell you exactly where it is, right? I want you to um, picture the smallest road you've ever um, um, been on. Just imagine right. the smallest road. It was on that road. And that road was in behind four other small roads. And uh, I'm lucky to say that I've even brought me there. It is in the back arse of Ballymoss. Right. And Baddy Moore is in the back arse of Schlego, so it was in the back arse it, of the was, back arse. Was it a class wee spot, was? I it never was heard of it. was unbelievable. This wee barn they've done up, it used to be sheep shite and cows, <laughs> right? There ain't no yeah. sheep shite in there now, Ray, she pristine yeah. by. There's about five gonna, barns there. We're going to have to get a wee um, plug now or from something from them now, and you might get an old discount on the wedding if you go switching it. No! A big shout out to Castle Dargan there, we're going switching <laughs> the wedding. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Go on. I'd say, I'd say it was low, you know the way a wedding band these days costs in, around, in the region of two grand or so? Yeah. At, the, you'd be doing. yeah. I'd say you were happy enough walking out of there with two grand in your pocket yeah, from well, one no, man show. No, Ray, because that's not right. Because obviously because it was just me on my own, I felt really bad. And I said, lads, I'm not obviously going to charge you the two grand that wedding bands charge. I said, give me 1800 yeah. and send I knew you'd more. go 1800 you're a, you're a decent skin, Mark Kennedy. You are said, a decent skin. I said, look, I'm only, you know, it was handy enough for me to come down here. There's only a few of you. 1800 will do the finest and, and they here, said you, no 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 well? huh? I did I did DJed the... for two songs afterwards yeah I played Starships <laughs> are meant to fly yeah, and, and, and then I played uh, Get Lucky and then I said goodnight folks and I packed up the guitar to put it into the Skoda and I drove home with 1800 quid in my pocket so if you want to book Kenty for the one man wedding it turns out uh, I'm doing them now uh, yeah. Obviously, for that couple, because of the circumstances, and it was my first one man wedding gig, I did it for 1800. It is going to be 2.5 from now on. <laughs> Plus VAT. Plus VAT as well, then 23%. Because you'll have to register for that if you're getting a, a scatter. Those kind of weddings in 2021. Yeah, so look, get in and book them. Marvelous. You'll get a good night. Three hours of music. With I'm a, delighted with you've got into three, it. Three hours of music with a two hour break in between. Yeah. And it's a tremendous night, honest to God. That's a marvellous little piece now. Fair play to the two of them for getting married and having the, the one of the, the best wedding bands they could possibly ask for. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you, have you any other items before I tear into my agenda? Well, I, I don't know. It'll come to me. Don't worry about it. Tear Great. into your agenda. Marvelous. I just wanted to I get did. that out before we forgot about it. Go on anyway. You rescued a mermaid. Oh, sweet. Fucking <laughs> suffering, Jesus. <laughs> I just, I was told, it was reports, Christ. that you were spotted on Ross's Point Strand, yeah. and that you came to the aid of a mermaid that, that had been washed up on the shore. That may or may not be true. All I would say is that it's true. That is. Right. 
and there happened to be photographers and some videographers present Jesus um, to capture this moment. Can I ask you, Kendi, were you just out for your morning stroll and the mermaid just washed up on the shore? Well, or? yeah, I was out for me. I was out for the me morning rock and roll stroll. And yeah. uh, says, I, Jesus Christ, will you look at the blue haired yolk inside in the water? I said, it must right. be a liberal feminist. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, yeah, Upon yeah. closer inspection, Ray, it, it was, was a, a mermaid. full mermaid. She had the yeah. full guess up. She hadn't a leg to her name, only a fin. Yeah. She had the wee coconut bralette on. Says, I, oh, I better God. get involved in this, says I. Yeah, and you saved her, did you? Or did you I throw did. her back in? Here's the thing, lads. This was a photo shoot that was done before uh, all this crack. This was all allowed. This is what you have to say nowadays, Raiden. It's terrible. I do be watching YouTube videos and people have on their YouTube video filmed before COVID so that people yeah. don't be slating them. Anyway, True. I was doing a photo shoot for a wonderful um, photographer in town called Cat Bonner. Ray, I am like, I'm a model. I'm a model now, like. Yeah, we are now, yeah. And me. this came out of now, and we'd have to take a little small bit of a, 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 what would you call it, a detour here. Go this on. came out of your massive appearance at the Culture Night. That's which right. Which was again before the lockdown. Culture Night there was back in September, and you played a myriad of characters. Yes, I played all of, of them. Lego. So listen, I mean, I don't know exactly how the dialogue or how the situation played out. All I can imagine is, I mean, I'm just spitballing here. This It only makes sense that this is what happened. Yeah. I acted out about 10 roles at the Sligo Culture Night on the streets of Sligo. Yeah. Everyone was... Sean Person and all involved. Sean Person and all involved, fair play to them. Yeah. Everyone said, Jesus, that Kendi fella is... He is it, like... Obviously, this, this particular lady, photographer, she spotted you and she thought you had talent. Yeah, amongst the crowd of everyone else, some of them were in tears, Ray. I saw some of the crowd <laughs> say, oh... <laughs> yeah. She was amongst them all, just pointing at me going, yeah, that's the fella. That's the one. That's her name That's is Cat Bonner, and she said, Kendi, I don't even know what I'm filming yet. I don't know what it is, but you have it and I need you. Yeah. Right? So this 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 involved a mermaid washing up on, on Ross's Pine Strand. She says to me, I have a mermaid there ready to go, which is Caitlin said I have No, her. no, no. She didn't tell you that, though, because you didn't know. You went down to this thing not expecting to see a mermaid washing up, did you not? To be honest, I wasn't fully aware of everything that was going to be going on. <laughs> Class. <laughs> I was told we're doing the photo shoot. It's cool. They said it's going to be about the environment. I said yeah. I know the environment. I see it every day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I said no bother. Let's do an environment video. Uh, mm. I, I land down to see a good friend of mine, Caitlin, with, with a blue wig on, mm-hmm. uh, a blue bra, and uh, she had no legs anymore. Ray. She was a fin. She was finned out of us. Right? Finned out of us. Yeah. She was uh, nearly finished, and. Uh, <laughs> I said, oh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So did, did it go well? Did you rescue the mermaid? I rescued the mermaid. And also, Ray, it's not even about rescuing the mermaid. Like, I think you're missing the points, right? There's a couple right, of points. Right. Number one, like, at the bottom of it is rescuing the mermaid, right? Mm-hmm. That's bottom tier. Then middle tier is tell everyone a message about the environment because the mermaid was all wrapped up in plastic, right? Oh, okay. I Second can see where tier, it's going now, yeah. And then the number yeah. one tier was... Get Kendi to look cool also while saying this message. Right. And you and nailed it. I think that, uh, personally, I nailed it, yes. Good bad. I also <laughs> think everyone else that was at it nailed it, just yeah. for fear that they'll think Kendi's a wanker. All right. I'm playing a role here. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So, Ray, you may add to the list, by You said it. Kendi, he, he a musician, he an actor, and now he's a feckin' male man. Did you ever think a jaw like this, Ray? Look at me jaw. Have a look at that jaw. Yeah. 
That's a male model, John, now, Ray. One thing that we slipped up on now, you're off saving mermaids, obviously. Yeah, of right? course. Um, <laughs> and of course, while you're doing that, obviously we're taking our eye off the ball and we're becoming much more lackadaisy on the podcast issuement. Yes. Now, something has happened as a result of that, but the looks of things. Okay. There has been a spurt of podcasts around Schlego starting. Oh my Christ above Ray. Everyone wants a piece of the feckin' cheese. Oh, that, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm I'm as disgusted as you are until I found out that you were participating well, I in did, some I of these wa- podcasts. I didn't want to tell you, man, because it's like walking in your business getting barreled by some fella down the road. Kendi, <laughs> you didn't tell me. This is the thing. <laughs> I'm only after bringing it up and you hadn't told me. Okay, let me explain myself, Ray. I'm well in You've demand. You've essentially done the dirt on me. I'm in demand right now. Kendi hashed off around the place and actually more so than that, before we locked down again, it became mm-hmm. very evident to a lot of people who had projects in Saigo that we may get this shit done now because we ain't going to have time to do this next week and we ain't going to be allowed to do this next week. Yes. Right? Okay. So yep. all of a sudden, all of those projects came slapping down clean onto Kendi's lap. Yeah, mermaids, feckin' podcasts, mermaids, all right. sorts of stuff. So I had mermaids coming into me first, right? <laughs> I had Sean Purcell saying that I want to record monologues for Ocean FM Radio. Kendi, you're the buy for us. I said, I'm fucking yep. the buy for everything. Fair play to me. I'm some buy. So I had to get those done as well before we locked down, right? Yep. I had Kieran's Quinn Don Quinn Leone, Luke Stevani, and Rory's Maitland. They have started up a new podcast, which is exactly what you're on about right now, called In the Lamplight, right? They have. have And they said, obviously, of the top 100 musicians that are in Sligo right now, who are the hottest prospects of them all? Top of the list. How are you, Kendi? How are things? Hard to believe that is actually something that is true at this point. Um, You better believe it, bitch. Yeah. This so you I'll, were called upon to participate. This is how I live. Listen, you want to hear the real story of how I was called well, upon to participate? I, I would actually like to know why you didn't think that you could go get away with doing it without telling me. Listen, I was I was hoping that you'd just see it one day and that it'd be a shock to your system. I need to look after Kendi better because I could lose him like... What's well, so you trying to make me jealous? I was a little bit trying to make you jealous, yeah. And it seems to have worked. You look vexed. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not happy about it, like... Now I'll admit that, that Karen Squinn did ring me before you came out there to get all the, the information on you. And he did, in fairness, kind of said to me, Look, we can only have really one of you with the whole social distancing crack. And, and we be picked the best. And we, we're going to go with Kendi. Because <laughs> I, I actually think he was genuinely serious in the voice. Like, we're going to go with Kendi because we're probably going to get more crack out of him. Well, well wait, you hear, wait, you hear, wait, you hear, which is worse than that. Okay. So. Um, he rang you and then you obviously told him, look, I know Kendi for the last eight years or nine years, but if you want to get early music stories of Kendi, because that's what the podcast is about, it's, you know, your music history, all that kind of crack, you know? Yeah. If you want to get early music stories, you got to ring his, uh, you got to ring Keith Reynolds and Derek Gorham. They will tell yeah. you the crack with Kendi growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? I guess from who 16 gave their numbers to Karen So Quinn. you gave their numbers to Quinn. He's some boy for the research, Quinn, didn't he? So yeah, you gave the number good. to Quinn, right? And he rang, now, this is brilliant, right? You know the crack with me when I was given out that I was never on the Kieran Quinn theme night thing. And yes. that that's how you know you've made it in Sligo Town. Dan Quinn Leone rings you. How are you going? I need you. I want you. Mm. Right? That's how you make So Quinn. <laughs> Quinn rings Keeve and Derek. Mm. And mm. both of them had the same reaction, right? They both thought, oh my God, I, I've, he wants me. I've met us. 
They thought they were going to be on the team night. So he rings up Keeve Reynolds and he says, Keeve, how are we going? Because Keeve had done some Karen Quinn stuff with me for the virtual team nights. Yeah. Playing yeah. guitar and stuff. I threw him a bone, Keeve. He'd be struggling as a musician like, to try as, and get yeah, work, yeah, you know? Yeah. Threw Keeve a wee bone, wee candy bone, play some of the guitar on this. I'd put it mad in the background. Anyway, mm. so Keeve gets a call then from Quinn, right, to say, how are you, Keeve? Um, this is Karen Quinn here. And Keeve says, I met, he said, get the champagne, Carl. I've met us. And he yeah. says, I just want to ask you a couple of questions about Kendi. And Keith. Kyle is his lover, by the way. Yeah. If anyone's wondering. <laughs> Keith. Keith lives with his lover, Kyle. He does a, a lovely call. Just the way yeah. you put you slipped it in there, lovely. No more than what Keith would do with Kyle. But, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> Come on. Come on. So Keith, so Keith says, I've met. And then Quinn says, I just want to ask a couple of questions about Kendi. And Keith goes, oh, okay. So then he yeah. rings Derek at the exact... <laughs> That's a real slap in the face. I know. The exact same thing happens to Derek. Derek goes, oh, Jesus. Okay, I'm not, I'm not even from Sligo. I'm getting the call. I just want to ask a couple of questions about Kendi. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Both of them were heartbroken. Jesus Christ. Uh, you can understand. They thought it was their big moment and I instead they. all they wanted was informa- more information about you. <laughs> like you're special. It's called in the Lamplight Raid, the podcast. They should have called us uh, in, the, in the shadow. Because you stand in the shadow of Kendi. Come on! That's it. That's it. Anyway, look, so, it, was a, it was a pleasure to do. They have recorded eight episodes for their season one in the Lamplight. Go they're calling it a season. Yeah, they're seasons. Never to we Ray. never did anything like that. Ray, we I'm just built into it. Everybody wants a slice of the feckin' cheese. They've saw what mm. we've done and they're coming for us, Ray. They are right. coming hard now. So we'd want to up the game, boys. They have the cameras not, and everything, Ray. They have the cameras, not, they have the studio, they have the whole lot. What about the betrayal then? The what? From Sensei. The what? Our very own oh, Brendan's tyranny. Listen to this, right? Listen, uh, I'm not even exaggerating this now when I tell you this, lads, ladies and gentlemen at home. Brendan's tyranny came to us and said, lads, I'd love to get on board with this podcast. He told mm. us, for the rest of my life, lads, I will be in your service. And yep. only ye. Right? Yep. That's not an exaggeration. And then he fucks off last week and says, lads, I have my own podcast. Nee, 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 nee. Do you know what he was the, doing? He stuck out the fingers at us and never, he took a shite in my doorstep. He spent two years watching how we were doing it and then yeah. he went off and robbed all the ideas. Absolutely. I mean, so, we've heard that story plenty of times before. He says, I'm going to get, I'm going to integrate myself into the system of Kendi and Rainbow, mm. find out how they tick and how mm. tick they are and I'm going <laughs> to... Well, Kendi, all I'll say to you is now, they might be coming for us. Yeah. What, what they don't expect is, now that you've made me jealous and I realise what how much of a sting it hurts my heart, if you like, I had a hurt in my heart and hurt I had a hurt in my soul. <laughs> Sorry, that's a hit song there from Balna. Yeah. Um, I'd have hurt my heart when I found out that you might be going to another podcast. So now things are going to change around here. Okay. We're on lockdown now and we're back in the Zoom. So let's let's try and do one pull a up, week. Pull up the bootstraps, Ray. Let's we're pull back up. In a, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to do a run to Christmas now and we'll make sure to all these other podcasts. And we're going to promote it and everything, aren't we? We are even going to promote it. We're going when to put a thing up. Yeah, when did the last time we promoted an episode? Was about two oh, years stop. ago. <laughs> It's where we've made all the money and we're getting lazy. It's where we made any money. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ. It's where we had a massive listenership with the way we're acting. Like, Oh, no. But in fairness, I was looking at our numbers now. The, the, the regulars. Yeah. They've stuck with us. Yeah. Even though we got lazy as feck. Yeah, we've so, got, we've gone mad lazy. Actually, in fairness, I it I mean I've kind of got a wee bit lazy. Uh, obviously, you've alluded to it there. I've been doing some other shit along the way. But mm-hmm. that's probably not an excuse, Ray, because you're working for the Department of Government every day and you're still here going, come on, we do a podcast. Yeah. Well, so, I meant to say, you're editing this one anyway, so that's that's the news. Oh, uh, for fuck. <laughs> okay, well then shut it now, man. I want to, I don't want to be edited any more than this. We're stopping I've now. Loads, I've loads more things ah, to talk geez, about. I, I'll fly through night. them. I'll what? fly through them. Big, big day there recently. Okay. It was your birthday. 
Oh, that's right. I don't know what you were going with that. I turned twenty nine on 29. Friday just gone. And come here, I heard you got an absolutely lovely present from a certain neighbor up the road. I did. I what did is right. I got a t shirt that says Love Eat on it. <laughs> How amazing is that? Yeah, that was me, little sister Joanne. Now fair she, she knew exactly Joanne. what you wanted. Yeah, it's fair play to Joanne. I'm going to wear that every single day. I'm not going to wash it. None of that stuff. So Show it to me there now. Uh, <laughs> is it under the tracksuit top? No, no, it's not. Okay. So a big shout out to Joanne. He's obviously not wearing it. And he didn't think to wear it on this. So that's 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 gratitude well, for you. Do you know what the best thing is, Ray? Because online shopping, right, is now the thing we'd say. Not even just yeah. since, not even just since the second lockdown. But anyway, everyone's online shopping now, you know? Yeah. Um, so... Uh, obviously, as you know, I've got big into the old golf. Fair play to oh, me. Stop. Right? <laughs> I felt awful sorry about this. I've, I'm big into the golf now, as you know. So it, it actually made my birthday very easy for a lot of people. Because I'm only a beginner, I haven't got all the golfing accoutrements that makes you look like a motherfucking badass out in the golf course, Ray. Yes. In terms of the equipment and accoutrements you need to play golf. So my mammy, my family... And Nicola all said, this is easy. Just buy him all the golf stuff he needs, right? Mm -hmm. Get it all online. We'll order it. It's going to be here in two weeks when his birthday is on, which was absolutely factual. Landing Mm -hmm. at my door on my birthday was uh, a golf cart that is unbelievable. A golf bag that is unbelievable. Go on. Did you say someone bought you a golf cart? A golf cart? No, not the fucking one you drive around. (laughs) What the fuck? You think it's parked up beside the Skoda? Jesus Christ. No, you tell me. I tip out your ass's point in this year. Okay, fucking Jesus Christ above. No, a right, golf okay, cart, a little okay. three wheel push golf cart, which is just Witcher. tremendous. Yeah. I got an unbelievable golf bag from Nicola, along with golf balls, golf towels, golf sticks, golf bricks, golf the whole feckin' loss, right? And all of the and And you got something from me. I got a bottle of wine from you, lovey. No, the card. Huh? Oh, I got, a gol- I got a golf card from Ray, which yeah. is obviously... Yeah. So obviously they all went and bought me everything I need and then Ray brought me a picture of something I need. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Very yeah. thoughtful of them. Well, uh, yeah. now, well I, knew, I knew they'd all got you the things you needed, so I just wanted to... So all of this happens, right? And I imagine... It was tremendous, by the way, but I likened it to getting a, um, a bike on Christmas Day when it's fucking snowing and hailing and raining outside and you can't go out and use your bike, you just drive it around the house. Or, in my case, the time I got the Nintendo 64 at Christmas and the power went out in oh. Mayo for eight days. <laughs> <laughs> the only present I got from Santa Claus was a Nintendo 64 on GoldenEye. Oh, and, and, and And that afternoon, the storm hit and eight days without power we oh, were. Jesus. That's, so, what I mean by saying that is that I got all of that on Friday, pre-ordered. The fucking yeah. country, they closed the golf courses on Wednesday. I can't use Indeed. it. I walked it around the estate earlier on. I just walked the golf clubs around the estate. <laughs> just to get a feel just to get a feel for the whole lot, like. Could you do any bit out in the green? You probably couldn't. Out here. Oh, I'd be yeah. break, I'd be breaking neighbours' windows and everything. Would uh, you drive off down back to Roscommon and find yourself a nice open patch of land? No. And and just put away. Yeah, that could be the way. If only I could cross county borders, Ray. Jesus Christ above. <laughs> That's true. Huh? Actually. So if what you're you want in, to- if you're in Sligo and you have a feel that you don't need and you yeah. don't mind Kendi walloping ball, right? Yeah. Give us a shout, please. I want to take this, the new stuff for a walk. It's a black market golf course. Nah, oh, we could be onto something. Uh. <laughs> right, okay, that's good. So you got you, you had a nice birthday. You're full of golf. Yeah. And um, and how does it feel to turn nine? Are you happy? Uh, well, I realise, obviously, I'm one year away from the big old trio. Yeah, let's um, hope there'll be more than 
two people can celebrate. I know. Imagine if it comes to Kendi's 30th and we're still in this shite. Huh? Go on anyway, Ray. Any more stuff before we finish up? I went to Barry and Grace's wedding. Oh, another one of those lockdown wedding things, the 25 yeah, numbers. That went and ahead, and I have to say it was marvellous. You enjoyed it? I have to say congratulations to them. It was one of the nicest weddings I think I was ever at. It was lovely. You didn't find that there was 275 people missing. Yeah. Um, it was marvellous, and I did my best man speech. <gasps> and I... Yeah, I got through it. It was fine. I, I got, Laura advised me, write it down, write it down, write it down. And did you? So I wrote it down. I did. And it helped an awful lot because I didn't make an absolute balls of it then. But I wanted to share with you one of the jokes I used at the start. Brilliant. Because when I looked up the best man stuff, it all said, you need a joke to start off with. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. So um, th- this is my joke at the start. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, so I, I told him I was going to start with a few messages. Now, obviously, there was no messages. Now, I don't know why there was no messages, but no one thought to send a message of good wishes or any of that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, but I invented the message, and okay. the message was, um, it was from the past and present members of the Confine uh, GEA football team. And they said, apologies, we can't all be there today due to the restrictions. Good luck with Barry. We found him to be useless in most positions, but wishing you all the best for tonight. <laughs> Okay. That. That's very good. Okay. Did you do did you do loads of fake messages? Because that's a really good angle. I like that. Oh, I only did the one fake message. Ah, you should have done loads of fake messages, Jesus Christ. I couldn't think of that one. I stole that one off the internet and yeah. had to adapt it to put Kill Five in <laughs> enter local GA team here. Yeah. Come here. No? no, but you could have done a message um from 70s Arnold Schwarzenegger. He wants his muscles back, Barry. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, shite. You could have done loads um, of them. One big thing that happened at it, um, and I don't know how this, um, you know the way we have an awful tendency in this podcast to talk about shit? Oh, man, but we can't stay away from it. No, and I, I'm, it's been clear, as anyone listening, it's we haven't spoke about it already. So I, I didn't know this existed. Get it out, there, Ray. Get the shit there out. There are playlists on Spotify to poo to. No way. Yeah. What are these playlists called, Ray? Because I can look them up on Spotify here. Go on. I think it's a poo playlist. Okay, let's look it up right now. Poo playlist. But you might find the one. I, while you're looking that up, I'll explain the one that I came across. Lovely. Uh, the first song was a song called um, uh, Don't Push It. <laughs> <laughs> don't Force It. Okay. Do you okay. know that song? Yeah, I don't know either of those songs. Don't force it, don't push it, no. So it's Don't Push It, Don't Force It by Leon Haywood. Okay, let, let me look it up, Ray. Let's play it and see if this... We're <laughs> going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, is this a good song to poo to? Here we go. I think this is a good song. Oh, it's funky. Mm. Oh, and I can... Oh, I'm pushing you're just already, Ray. yourself there now. Ray, it's sliding out. Down. It's sliding out to me. Come on. That yeah. is called a funky laxative. Yeah. Cut it there, cut it there. Right, don't next push it, up don't and force us. Oh, Jesus. The next song to come on the playlist was a song called Slippery When Wet. Oh, Jesus Christ, above. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Slippery When Wet. Okay, let's yeah. see. Yeah. By who? The Commodores? Uh, but the Commodores, yeah. By the Commodores. Let's see, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, song number two. Is this a good song to poo to? Will I play it, Ray? Yeah, I do. Hit it there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ray. <laughs> I have the How t- could you not enjoy that? Oh, the ball is painted, Ray. How could you- 
Oh, that's it coming out. Poo sound. Yeah, yeah, that's it coming out. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I've had porridge this morning, lads. Oh, it's coming out clean. That's when you're struggling with the last push. Yeah. And you've tapered and you're finished. Oh, yeah. Ray, I could see myself dropping logs to that one too. Ray, good choice so far. It's a good choice. Now, come here. Did you find any... Um, I actually took any... a shite in the chair there while you were playing that. I couldn't help it, like. <laughs> Can I ask you, did you find it in there in Pooh Playlist? Any other songs that you like? Uh, to be honest, yeah. I didn't actually find the Pooh Playlist. Uh, they okay. were, no, I well, did, then... but they were all. it was all just Dewey Looper. I'm not shiting to Dewey Looper. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why would I want to go shite? They're perfect shiting songs. Don't push it, don't force it. <laughs> Leon Airwood and Slippery When Met by the Commodores. Yeah, that's that's our two top pooing songs. There we go. I mean, if you don't, whoever said you don't learn nothing from Kenzie and Rainbow, lads? Exactly. Now, well, I know we're running we're running out of time here, lads. That was a big section that I had planned, obviously. I had spent a lot of time researching that one. Um, <laughs> right. Have you ever heard of 10, 10, 20? Ten, oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I... You're talking about the Farmer's National Day, which I did not understand at all. Okay, that's new, right? I didn't know that. 10, 10, 20, so the 10th of October 2020 was indeed a, a day that was very close to a farmer's heart. Yeah. Um, now, for any of you at home, you might know what we're talking about here. And the reason we refer to the farmers is because 10, 10, 20 is a type of fertilizer. Yeah, apparently so. I didn't know this either, by the way. Yeah, fertilizer, you get anyone that has done a bit of farming at all, you'll see a, fert- a bag of fertilizers that goes out in the land. It has 10, 10, 20 written on it. Uh-huh. And that's why the farmers were loving the 10th of October 2020 because they thought it was very ironic. Yeah, isn't you it know? ironic? Yeah, a lot of farmers got married that day. Mind um, the sheep. Um, you know, boobs. I-, I love them, yeah. I see loads yeah. of them all the time, yeah. Yeah, I seen 10, 10, 20 um, on, on a certain set of cans, <gasps> right? Right. Right. And, 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 and How and many cans kid- did you want to have? Just two. Now, that girl, she knows who she is. We're not going to give her name, but she has been a recent complainer to the podcast. We'll say no more. Right? So we leave it at that. Is she sending um, new pictures to the car? How come I'm not no, getting them? No, she didn't. It was, up, it was up on her Instagram. Ah, right? okay. And it was 10, 10, 20. I want right? boobs as well. If any out there want to send boobs, send them to Kendy. Don't be sending them to Ray. You don't even like boobs. Go on. I, she didn't send them to anyone. She put them out there. And it was 10, 10, 20. She had that written on it as, a, as, a, as the, like the text. Okay. And then there was like a gif of, of, of money, right? Okay. But I looked at this and I thought, what in the name of God is, we'll call her, oh, we'll call Sheila. Her, we'll call her Sheila, right? For the purpose of this podcast, we'll call her Sheila because yeah. we can't call her a real name because um, she'd get fixed. But basically, anyway, I was looking at Sheila's um, Instagram. Okay. And... Um, I was looking at the 10, 10, 20 okay. and she was wearing a very revealing top at the time. And, uh, oh, and I says, I says, Laura, I says, what is going on? Why is Sheila so into fertilizer? Like, what's that about? Right. <laughs> and Laura informed me that that is not what she was referring to. Right. Apparently it is referring to a song. I think, is it called Rack City? Right. Right. I believe it's sung by a young, young gentleman by the name of Tiger or Tiger. Okay. Something along the line. Have you ever heard of this song? No, but we could bang it out now if you want. Or well, there's a particular section of it where apparently um he's talking about 10, 10, 20, as in dollar bills. I think he's probably talking about fertilizer. You're not giving Tiger credit, man. <laughs> Don't he's talking Tiger's about old fella <laughs> was a farmer in Manor Hamilton. <laughs> 
That's Tiger O'Rourke, Ray. His outfit of Jimmy O'Rourke, man, farmed land in Manor Hamilton for years and so, years. He so you knows. think it's fertilizer? Of course it is. You're not why would you be? Why would you be putting fertilizer on cans? I'm sure you can put that on cans. I'll enjoy it. <laughs> Have you got the song there? Have you? Yeah, we'll play a little bit of it. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know when he says 10, 10, 20? I'll have to look it up now. It doesn't matter. We're going to play the song until he says it, and I will cut it to, <laughs> to just that small part of okay, when he says 10, That's really 10, good, yeah. Okay, that's a really good plan. Jeez, we're very good at this podcast, though. Tell me that's not the voice of a farmer. Rack city bitch, rack rack city bitch, ten 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 twenties on your titties, bitch. Oh, VIP, there we no go. Yeah, ten ten twenty on your titties, bitch. Is what that, he said. That's what Tiger said. Not, oh my! Listen, Tiger's a farmer, lads. This Tiger knows exactly what fertilizer is. He fertilized half of America. That felt I'd say. Yeah, I have no idea what it has to do with rack city. Would it, would it be a townland, perhaps, out in Manor Hamilton? That I think, referring to? yeah, there's a wee village, one wee pub in it called Rack City, just outside or, Manor Hamilton. Is Rack City, is Rack City maybe the name of the local co-op? Yeah, it must be. That must be kind of gold. That must be the kind of gold out there. You're dead Affectionally right. Affectionately known man. as Rack City. Rack City, to call it, get whatever you need in there, calf nuts or 10, 10, yeah. 20 tigers in there every day with the paddy cap on, lads. Now... Now that we've actually obviously made this lovely link, and that's great, what I didn't and wasn't aware of, and this is the next bit of information, Laura's mighty for these bits of tidbits of information. Okay. Um, she said then this gentleman, Tiger. Are you familiar with Tiger? Um, I know Tiger for one reason, one reason only. Yeah. Because he got accused. He's a rapper. He's a rapper, bail and yeah. rapper. There we go. Even more good again. <laughs> 10, 10, 20, rapping bales. Rapping bales abroad in Hollywood. Um, uh, a friend of mine, went out um, to LA on holidays and she right. went over and asked Tiger for a photograph when she saw him walking down the street. And didn't the paparazzi take photos of them together and didn't they feckin' start saying, in all the papers out there, in all the, the magazines, you know all the big magazines they have and on the yeah. internet articles, they said, who is Tiger's new Irish woman? Stop the light. I, I didn't bring this up to expect you to pull a story like this. I, I know. This is your mad. Pocket. And I'm sure she won't mind me saying this. Um... But look, if she does, she does anyway. Her, her name is Shannon Hurd, and I, she's from Sligo here, and I went to college with her. She went out and said, look, that's your man, Tiger. He's famous. I'm going to go hmm. over and ask him for a photo. So she went over chatting to him, and yeah. uh, the paparazzi snapped the two of them together. And she was getting phone calls from the paparazzi in America saying, um, you know, can you confirm the rumors that you and Tiger are together, all this kind of Unbelievable. stuff. Unbelievable. And she had to come out and say, I'm just letting you know, I don't know anything about this. I just asked him for a photo, like. But it was all over the magazines and everything. So she didn't, she didn't go and update the Facebook status or anything? No, they were saying, we heard he was farming down in your house. He, she said he wasn't. He was rapping Wait nothing. a minute. Huh? Is she not from out that direction as no, Banner Hamilton? Maybe oh they are God. together. Oh, Jesus, Ray. We're uncovering something here, Ray. We may get the cameras out because we're like the new paparazzi around this place. Shannon, can you, can you get on to us there and let us know? Is there any truth to the fact that Tiger is actually a farmer from Manor Hamilton? That's where you actually know him from. And this whole crack over in LA, it was just the two of you meeting up and having the crack. No, you could be on. Also, Shannon, can you get on to us and let us know if it's okay to use your name and uh, the story yeah, of the podcast, great. please? Because I'm going to move on to the next bit now of Tiger. Um, Tiger yeah. has an OnlyFans. What? He sent a Mickey pics. Now, when I was informed of this, right, I was unaware that men had OnlyFans. Okay, so... So I was very naive. Very naive, Kendi. I thought it was only a girl thing. Listen, I was naive up until about two weeks ago 
Right. Until I was informed that there is actually a young fella in Sligo, I think, that has an OnlyFans. Ah, and stop it the blew lights. the head gasket clean out of my head. Honest to God. It must I, give you hope. Well, I mean, I've often thought about going down that route. But like I yeah. said to you before, Ray, I wouldn't. I know these boys are selling Mickey picks and stuff, and I've considered it. But I mm. think there's niche markets out there, and I want to sell <laughs> really tasteful close-up shots of my arse. I think there's a market for it. I could just see you brought in Strandhill People's Market there with lovely little prints. You and Eddie Lee with two little <laughs> stalls either side of each other. You're selling really tasteful close-ups of your bum and Eddie oh. trying to sell pictures of Sligo looking fantastic oh, and you geez. just put the bare cheeks out. Yeah, but you tell me which one would you buy, Ray? I'd be straight up to you looking for your arse. <laughs> but I'm talking about close-ups and everything, Ray. Really intricate photos. I think there's a market out there for it. <laughs> Well, that was I just just apparently Tiger's got a very big accoutrement. That was the thing there. And is he selling accoutrement chats on? No, on, on his... as in you can you can log in and you can. I'm like such an old lad now. You can log in and you can <laughs> click yes and click and subscribe. Yes. Yeah. And you can then see his massive accoutrement. No way. Yeah, and he's taking shots abroad in Panor Panor Hamilton. Manor Hamilton. Panor Hamilton. Out. He's taking shots abroad in Manor Hamilton beside Rack City Co-op out yeah. Manor Hamilton. <laughs> And um and you can you can check them out. That does no. No, I don't think so. Uh, oh, and then <laughs> suppose the last thing we're suppose we're on shout outs. We have to give a shout out to the boys over in London that got on to us um about making a guest appearance on their podcast. That's right. And it is the Good Friday podcast, I believe it's called. Yes. And it was a lad by the name of Jenko. The boy is a Jenko. He's an and Irish boy, isn't he? He is an Irish lad, and he has a, an unlikely twist develop some sort of a friendship with a gentleman from England. Yeah, I ju- really the only reason I'm going to go on their podcast is to see how that works. Yeah. I don't really yeah. understand that kind of dynamic. No, no, and I, I can understand how he can never come home, the shame of it. Yeah, but, um... I, I really want to, I want to drill into him, you know. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, all right, but yeah, yeah. We're, they, they're very good to us now. They said they're going to get us on the podcast. They said they're going to get us on the podcast at nine o'clock on the 9th of November. Yeah. And they asked us, lads, what are you doing there at nine o'clock on the 9th of November? I was like, what? I have no fucking clue what I'm going to be doing at nine o'clock on the 9th of November. I'm locked up, man. Shout out to them anyway. A shout out to them because uh, we've gone international, Ray. We've met it. We're going to be on an international podcast. We're going to be on a podcast in London. In London, bruv, in it. Have you any other news besides? I think that's about it, Ray. I think I'm I'm in this podcast I have been both angry and laughing at the same measure. I think we've probably crossed all T's, dotted all but, I's, and yeah. we're ready to bang it out to the wonderful that was, people. That was episode eighty seven yeah. and uh and we will try and have another one in a week's time or there thereabouts. Fingers across all you. From me, Ray McAndrew, and from Me, Mark Kennedy. We will see you all again very soon. And fair play to you. Fair play to you. Good luck. Good luck.